Yo, what's going on, world? Welcome back to the Big Mouth Podcast. I'm your esteemed host, Troy Bailey. And uh, some of you guys might have, uh, if anybody, you've been following my IG stories since yesterday. It's been kind of somewhat of a buildup towards this episode. Um, this one is going to be about my my kid, my princess, my, uh, my other half or my piece of me, so to speak. Um, and I'm, I'm calling this, uh, I'm calling this a ode to Zoe. Um, my daughter's name is Zoe. I, but most of the time I call her Zoe or Zozo. So this is my ode to Zoe. Um, I guess it, it, it's kind of a, it, it's really coincidental that the fact that this is kind of falling around the National Daughter Day, which personally is just whatever, sounds like another Hallmark holiday. I had no idea that that existed until someone posted it on, on social media a few years ago, so whatever happy belated national daughter day if that is a real thing i don't know but it's fun to talk about because to me every day is daughter day i'm a girl dad so um so so my daughter just turned i don't know if i can keep saying she just turned 6 since her birthday was in june and at the time of this recording, it is now September, well, towards the end of September 2021. So, you know, and most people who have kids can relate, you know, you, you start preparing for being a parent um, before the kid is even born. And it's it's been a journey, um, you know, uh you know, Zoe gets a lot of, she gets a lot of compliment. Like she's always been getting compliments since the day that she was born about how adorable she is, how funny she is, how charming she is. And, um, I think, uh, those things are great, but also, um, and I don't know if this is just me being a, overly paranoid parent. Uh, I like, I, I want it to be measured like the kudos that she gets, um, the praise that she gets. I want it to be measured. Like I, meaning that if you're being told the same thing all the time, eventually you become numb to it or it can probably um, enhance your ego, which everyone has, even children have it. Um, you, it, it inflates your ego in a way to where it's, you, you can be an uncontrollable person. And I'm probably trivializing or maybe not trivializing it, but extrapolating that a little bit too much. But, you know, I, I and for the record, I I tell my daughter all the time how much I love her. I tell her, I hug her, I kiss her. Um, it's kind of our routine. 
Um, but I would like it to be measured because I want to make sure, you know, she's only six. So, you know, she needs to uh, at least have an understanding of where that's coming from. With that being said, she is a very humble young lady. Um, she carries herself very humbly, um, humbly, if that's a word, sorry. Uh, and I want that to continue. Zoe, you're, if you ever hear this when you get older, um, everything is going to work out great for you if you just kind of trust the process. Because there's a lot of great things that you're capable of. Uh, now, you may not even know. And you, you may not even know it from from the people who are closest to you, but it might be someone that you haven't met yet that may really show you how special you are. Um, you're always going to get that from me. Never going to have to worry about that. But when you start hearing it, and I believe, this is my belief, if you're hearing it from the same person all the time, about how great you are and not necessarily hearing it from some of the people around you. Um, it may not feel the same anymore. You know, I always, I'm always going to be there for you. And uh, anybody that, um, Anybody that can't be there for you, hope, hopefully you understand and even other parents with children understand uh, that it's not the end of the world and that it's, it's, that's a learning experience. I'm, you know, I don't want to speak as if I got this whole thing figured out as far as being a father, uh, a father to a young lady, because um, I don't. I'm still learning. Um I think there's, I think trial and error is a part of the process, but I'd like to think for the most part, I'm, I'm doing a pretty good job at this, at this daddy thing. Um, there's, you know, and, but there's, there's so much to learn on both ends. Uh, I got a ton of shit to learn. Um, I don't know. And I don't like, you know, I feel like I'm doing well, but I don't know how well I'm doing. And I don't I, I kind of like to leave that up to interpretation. Um, I don't know how many people out there feel that way, but I kind of do. Uh, criticism and feedback is good, but at the same time. I don't I don't I don't necessarily require it, but I appreciate it. You know, I appreciate it getting praise on Father's Day, but I don't, I don't need it, you know, if anything, I just, I just need to be around Zoe, that's really what I need more than anything, um, you know, as far as being a father, is uh, just being around her, being able to share experiences, being able to, to, to talk to her, um, even when she's not with me, when she's with her mom. If I can still talk to her when she's with her mom, that's 
that's really more important than anything else. Because luckily, and you know, so Zoe has a lot. She's going to get a lot. Um, I don't want it. it and that's another thing, too. She she already has everything that she needs. She's going to get a lot of things that she wants. She probably, she, But she's not going to get everything that she wants. And she's learning that, you know, I, she doesn't get everything that she wants, but she gets everything that she needs. As as all people should, you know, your wants and your needs, two separate things. Your needs have to be met, especially if you're if you're a child and if you're raising a child, then the needs have to be met. And it's the basics, food, clothing, shelter, you know, uh, adequate education. Um, Those are needs that should be in the responsibility of the parent or the you know, legal guardian to make sure that your child has those things. The wants is a, that's a gray area. Um, you know, she's, Zoe's not going to get that parachute. And luckily she's not too big into clothes. I think her mom and I are more into clothes than she is with the, with the outfits that we get her. Um, or I should say that her mom gets her, she gets her, she gets the bulk of the clothes. Um, but, uh, it, you know, it's crazy because she's six years old. Everyone, everyone talks about how smart she is. You know, we know, you know, her mom and I, everybody in the family knows how smart she is. Um, but again, even that comes with humble, being humble. She is very intelligent. I tell her that all the time, but I tell her, you know, you know, you're, you're very smart now, but you still have, you still have growth. You still have learning. You still have to, uh, really hone in on the skill that you have of just being able to pick up things fast and be able to, you know, sit and attend and be, um, be intentional with the things that you say and do. And she's, she's amazing at it. Zoe, you're amazing at it. Um, And, you know, you're only in the first grade. But, I mean, she operates like a, almost like a third and fourth, third or fourth grader. Um, At least that's what other people say. You know, we're, we're probably going to start you know, trying her out just to see how well she can do on some, uh, you know, middle school, high school curriculum. Just, just to see what she can do. Who knows? Um, she loves to sing and dance. So we got her in, we got her in cheerleading in a, in a dance studio, um, like competitive cheerleading. And I was actually, uh, I was happy to volunteer at her uh, at the grand opening of the new location that they that the the uh, you know her cheerleading squad uh, moved to moved to. Uh, shout out to COA um, Material Girls. What? <laughs> that's my that's that's her squad. That's her clique. Um, COA. That's the name of the the dance studio. They did a 
they did a uh, grand opening this past weekend. It was great. Um, we were there for pretty much the entire time. I got to volunteer and, you know, make popcorn, like kettle corn out of the old school popcorn machine. And I learned how to operate a co cotton candy machine. And I was making cotton candy for the kid. I got, kind of felt like a carny this weekend doing it. And it was and it was dope. It was dope just being and I you know, want to continue to keep doing stuff like that with with my kid. Um you know, I know her mom is and, and I know other people in the family want to be a part of it, so you know, that was a great moment. And, you know, she said it was she she enjoyed it too. You know, she had some of her her uh you know, some of her peers in the on the on her squad kind of run up to me and you know, hey, Zoe's dad, can I get some cotton candy? Hey, Zoe's dad, can I get some more popcorn? Like, you know, all these little girls, you know, these, these, you know, not just the little girls, but just people that was there. Like, oh, I got get some. And just to be a part of, like, this thing that my daughter's really, like, you know, at the tender age of six years old, she's pretty, she's kind of passionate about it. You know, she loves doing her cartwheels doing her, uh, you know, I forget all the names, the back bends, the, the back rolls, forward rolls, uh, handstands, like she loves doing it and it's, and it's good. It's exercise. It's, it's, you know, you learn discipline, you learn about camaraderie with your teammates and, you know, I mean, if it were up to me, <laughs> I you know, I'd have I'd have Zoe doing, you know, probably some basketball, some uh you know, soccer, baseball. She does do well. She's not swimming, she's learning how to swim. Um but she she pretty much knows how to swim. She just has to learn how to like adapt to different water settings, basically, you know, um, but she's active and that's what I care about the most. Uh, and she's doing what she enjoys doing. And it's something that her mom and I were on, we're on the same page with. Um, it's pretty cool. Actually, I'm happy with it. Um, you know, it, it's only the beginning of the first grade for her. So, you know, and for us too. So, you know, we're learning, uh, uh, how to, and you know, with me, it's kind of like, I, I work at a school. So I, I, I have like, I don't know, a little bit of insecurity about it because there's things that I'm seeing in her educational process that I don't, I don't fully understand how it's supposed to work. And that's just me being honest. I don't fully understand. And part, well, part of it has to do with distance learning. Well, not distance learning, but COVID. Um, I don't, there's some opportunities um, that I've kind of missed out on as far as like what's going on with her, you know, with her upcoming year. And I don't know, it's like, I, I look at it and I'll kind of go, 
This makes sense, but I feel like I should already know this because I work in education, but I don't necessarily know it. So it's a little bit of a, I don't know, a kind of a tough pill to swallow to realize that, you know, I work in education. And I still don't have this shit figured out, but it's again, that's humbling, though. I, I kind of appreciate that. Um, because, you know, like Zoe will tell me. She'll tell me about her homework. She'll tell me about some of her coursework. And she's right. You know, I, I'll cross reference just to make sure. And it turns out, oh, yeah, she was telling me the right thing. You know, so. And I think that's important, too. I think it's important for, you know, your kids to be able to have an opportunity to also hold the parent accountable. And that it's important for the parent to really listen to that and acknowledge that because the reality is is that parents aren't always right we're not always right this is what I'm learning I I mean I knew that before I was a father um, but even more so now Uh, I mean most of the time the parents should be right otherwise you'd be an incompetent parent Um, well depending on the circumstances that might be a harsh thing to say but depending on the circumstances, you might be incompetent. It is what it is. I don't. Have I dropped the ball a few times as a parent? Absolutely. Am I going to do it in the future? Absolutely. Um, I just don't want to get in the habit of making the same mistake over and over again. Um, you know, growing up with me, I didn't, you know, and I've, I'm sure I've said this on other episodes before. You know, I was in a single parent household. You know, daddy wasn't there. So I think I pride myself in being uh, present at this stage in Zoe's life than any other stage. But I mean, especially this stage, not meaning like, you know, when she gets older, I'm just going to jump ship or she's going to jump ship. You know, I, I truly believe that the responsibility of a parent is a life. That's a lifetime thing. It doesn't mean, well, they're going to turn 18 and, you know. She's just going to forget about me because I know I didn't have that experience with either one of my parents. Um, You know, I still run to my parents, you know, from time to time when I just need to like vent. And actually, I've been doing it a lot lately. Um, Just kind of talking to my parents about some of the things that I'm kind of dealing with mentally or, you know, things that I'm frustrated with or, you know, things that I'm happy about or annoyed with or, just you know. And and that's important because, you know, I did an episode where I was t- discussing the loss of, of my grandparents. And, you know, the reality is I don't have any grandparents anymore. So eventually, and at least how this, you know, how the circle of life works is that eventually I'm going to lose my parents. You know, so. And so I think right now it's extremely important for me to have a um, a good relationship with my parents. I mean, they're alive and kicking right now. They're healthy. But tomorrow's not promised. You know, who knows what who knows what's going to happen to me? Who knows what's going to happen to them? Um, so going back. To. um Going back to my ode to Zoe, I, you know, I I try to 
I, I, I just try to be as present as I possibly can for her now in these very, you know, very sensitive years that she's in. And Zoe is sensitive. Um, she really feels deep. She she has like this this level of emotional intelligence that is uh, pretty incredible. Um, I'm really like blown away with her. You know, she she said something to me a few months ago. Actually, she uh, we were on our way somewhere in the car, and I think it was just like my fatherly instinct that just kicked in. We were driving. Uh, she was in the back seat in her car seat or her booster seat, and um, I just felt the energy. And sure enough, when I looked in, I looked in my 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 mirror, my rearview mirror, um, and put the mirror on her. She was crying. Um, I just noticed there was just like this lapse of of time where it was just quiet in the car, and the only thing I heard was the radio. And usually, Zoe and I we talk in the car. Or we're listening to music, or she's singing. And I saw that she was crying. I asked her, "Baby, what's you know, uh, what's wrong, babe?" And again, this was a, f- a few months ago. I think this was before she turned six years old. And she just said, "Daddy, I don't want to die. Like I don't want to die. Like, and that's all she said. She's like, I don't want to die. I don't want to. You know, basically, she's having." She's having so much fun with life right now that morality is, 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 and, and here's the thing too, um, you know, I didn't not tell Zoe that, that her, uh, her Nana and Papa died. I told her that she didn't come to the funerals, but she knows that Nana and Papa are, are gone. Um, you know, her mom has had some losses in the family and, you know, we don't drag her to funerals, but, you know, the, the reality is, you know, her mom has a, um, an altar set up at her, at her house for, uh, and, you know, Diaz Dos Muertos is, is coming up soon. Um, and on you know if people are familiar with altars you know just basically it's 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 almost like a shrine for people who have passed within the family and it's you know it's designed to kind of have them live forever in the beyond whatever the beyond is to you um so her mom has that set up at her house probably going to have it set up at my house too um it's very very common in mexican culture my um my girlfriend is Mexican, so um, she's really, she's Mexican-American, so she wants to, you know, she wants to do that um, this year. And I think, going back to, you know, Zoe telling me that she doesn't want to die, I think it's, I, I you know, it was, that was a very, like, tough thing to hear. And then also, I had to, because now we have to talk. Like, let's talk about this. And I said, baby, you, I, I, like, you do not have to worry about that, babe. 
I understand why you would feel like that. Because I know you don't want to leave right now. You don't want to leave because that's because dying to her means leaving. Dying to her just means like the fun. There's no fun in death. It's not fun. She knows that much about it. Because it's not fun. Who the fuck likes, you know, no one really, at least nobody I want to be around is uh, going to be happy about death or find some type of, you know, fulfillment or death. You know, maybe closure. But, you know, death is one of those things that is it's just nine times out of ten, it's not a good thing. You know, it just is what it is. Um... And she feels that way. And I just told her, like, you know, but then at the end of it, I. uh, I praised her because. It's incredible to have I never had thoughts like that at six years old. You know, I don't know too many people growing up that had thoughts like that. And she felt so comfortable enough to, to talk to me about it, like it made. It made me feel good. Um. But I was also sad because that's something that you don't want to you don't want to hear to, you know, the fact that she said that it did kind of break my heart a little bit because I, you know, I don't because you never want your kids to feel uncomfortable around you, no matter what the reasoning is. If they're uncomfortable, you don't. As a parent, you just kind of go, is this. Like, uh, you know, but I had to kind of let her feel that for a minute and not just immediately go into fix it mode. So we talked about it. Um, you know, there was another time where she she just she just said, "Daddy, can you can you promise me that nothing bad will ever happen to you?" And you know, and this is this is before the you know the previous time, or this is this is before she told me about how she didn't want to die. And. uh so again, it was one of those moments where it's like, shit, okay, what do I, what do I say? Because the reality is, is that, you know, death is one of those things where you, you if you have a, if you got an expiration date, you know, I, I personally believe, I don't think you can, you can't really cheat death. Um, if, if death is coming, then it's coming. And it and that's the reality. It's everybody's gonna die. Everybody has an expiration date. So what I told her was like, baby, I you know, and again, I try to uh I've I know I've said this before in the past. The the way how I personally alleviate discomfort is through some form of humor. That's what I've noticed about myself over the years. So even when my daughter even 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 when Zoe said, you know, I don't want to die, I kind of started off with kind of like a chuckle, you know, a little laugh, like, oh, baby, you know, you don't need to worry about that. You know, so with that, with, you know, her telling me she doesn't want anything bad to happen to me, I just told her, listen, baby, with it, with my chuckle, <laughs> babe, I, I promise you I will do the best that I can, the best that I can. To make sure nothing bad happens to me. And. That was. That's the truth. That's the truth. Because what happens if. Something bad were to happen to me. After I told her that nothing bad is going to happen to me. 
you know, I mean, some people might be thinking that I'm not optimistic enough, but I just feel like I'm just being honest and being more grounded. You know, I don't feel like I'm Teflon out here. Some something bad can happen to me out here. And anybody that thinks otherwise, I mean, you know, do you, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of people, a lot of people just in year, I mean, just period, they, they die and you didn't even expect it. You didn't, you didn't expect it to happen. Um, at least not at that moment in time. So, you know, death, death is certain. Um, the uncertainty is when is it going to happen? You know, so again, like I, I got to really, you know, I try to be as personable and honest at the same time with Zoe. It's, uh, I think it, eh, I, I, I like to think that I'm doing it right. I'd like to think that, but I don't know. Uh, you know, being, and then for the record, I love being Zoe's dad. I don't want this to sound like that. I'm having a rough time or, or, you know, I, I, well, I love being a father. I've, I've, I've wanted to be a father, you know, for years before, you know, Zoe was even thought of. And, you know, just to see your, your, your child grow and, I don't think I'm saying anything that's groundbreaking or anything that's like, like I'm hitting it on the head to all these other parents out there that have been around longer than me, that have been a parent longer than me. I know, but it is amazing watching your kid grow. It really is. I remember in the beginning, like I would come home from work and like when Zoe was still a baby, I'd come home from work. And I'd realized, like, just within that day, like, she had learned a couple of new words. Like, she was, you know, on, like, on a weekly basis almost. I'd come home and I realized she had learned a new word. Or she She's doing something a little different. Like, she's moving differently. Like, she's, it's like she's testing out her vocal cords. You know, she's, she's trying to figure out her body and her movements. And all. That, sh- that shit is amazing. You know what I mean? Because you're literally seeing her. That's that's them growing. Because she wasn't doing that shit when I left for work in the morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <clears throat> or or the night before. Um, you know. So it it's great. Man. It's great. I'm even with the headaches. Um. I'm having a blast being a dad. I mean, it was great. This past year, we went to Disneyland for her birthday. We went back to Disney, back back to Disneyland for her birthday. It was interesting because the day that we went to Disneyland was the first day that Disneyland had opened up um, to everyone. You know, they were at full capacity on that day, and it was at full capacity. There was, I mean, there was a lot of people there. Um, I mean, it was hot as shit, but it was, it, it was great. I had a great time. I had an amazing time. Like, it, you know, two years ago we went to Disneyland and, and I kind of wanted it to make a, 
for her birthday. I kind of wanted to make it somewhat of like an annual thing of us going on a trip for her birthday. So obviously we couldn't do it last year because of COVID. But um, this year we, yeah, we went out. Yeah, this time we took the plane. Two years ago we drove out there. This time we took the plane to to uh, to Anaheim, got a hotel. Uh, or no, we actually flew into Long Beach. Um, got a got a hotel right by the park. Spent the day there, pretty much from opening to closing. Never left. We was there the whole time. Um, and we, you know, we were just there for one day. It was, it was awesome. It was awesome because this time around Zoe was bigger, so she, we we were able to get on like more rides and. You know, she was able to keep up a little more. I think we, you know, the first time her and I went, we actually did leave the park like halfway. Yeah, halfway through the day. And I uh, went back to the hotel so she can take a nap. Because, um, you know, she was like four years, three, four years old. Um, you know, it's just just is what it is. And that's another thing that you learn. Like when you, you take your kid on vacations yeah, I realize they they can't hang the way that you hang. I mean, I, I can go all day when it comes to vacations. I don't really do naps, but you know, your kid has to take a nap. Um, at least you know up until a certain age. Um, now, you know, she doesn't. She'll take a nap if she's tired, but it's you know, she don't necessarily need. She doesn't need naps. Um. Yeah, it, it was great though. The, the Disneyland trip was great, and uh, you know, and that and that's the beauty of it too. I just remember growing up, my mom and I, you know, with what we had, we did go traveling. Um, not a, at least once, once or twice a year, we would go somewhere. We we'd go to Southern California. Mainly Southern California. Um, we'd go on like uh, like with my cousins. Sometimes we'd go to like little Bay Area trips. You know, go to Six Flags and then go to you know the 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 wharf in San Francisco. Um, and at least once once or twice a year, uh, we we'd have little trips like that, and uh, those were those were great. You know really want to do that with Zoe. Uh, and she's, she is, she does that. I mean, she's kind of, <laughs> she does it with me. She does it with her mom. Like, you know, she, she had an awesome birthday. Like she, God, she like this past year, she went to like three different places. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, it, co-parenting can be great for the kid. <laughs> Especially when the parents are on the same page, um, at least as far as like, uh, you know, hey, I want to take, I want to take the kid here. Um, might conflict with the days that you have her. Is that okay? Sure. And vice versa. So it works. Um, and you know, it, 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 communication is a big thing. But communicating that with your kid is even is is even more beautiful. Like I'll tell Zoe, like, hey, this is just want to let you know this is what we're doing. We went to the movies this past weekend. 
Um, I think this was the first. Actually, no, this wasn't the first movie. <clears throat> we saw that Shang-Chi movie because we're both kind of into Marvel. And then, uh, but before that, I'm like, since since the pandemic, things are opening up again. Um, before that, we saw Black Widow at the movie theater. Um, and it was great. Like, you know, Zoe and I have actually been to quite a few movies. Like, and I love it because I I love going to the movies. I, I love going to the movies uh, with, with my mom back in the day because her and I, she liked going to the movies, so... You know, and, and it was great. We went to the movies when we walked into the movie theater this weekend. You know, first thing Zoe says is like, God, I, lo- I love the smell of a movie theater. Just and me, too. It's just it's dope. You walk in there, you smell fresh popcorn. You know, you smell soda, candy. It, you know, everybody who's been to a movie theater knows what that smell is like. It just, you know, it, it's very nostalgic. To me, it's very nostalgic. Um, I really enjoy it. Um, I'm I'm enjoying it, and and uh, Zoe is a. I mean, for the people that have already met her, she's amazing. Like, she blows me away. She's hilarious. She's goofy. She's she's both literal and sarcastic at the same time. It's weird. Like her humor is very interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how it cultivates over the years with my personality and her mom's personality and just, you know, everybody else in between and around us. Um, it's going to be interesting. I'm I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not in a hurry. <laughs> I love the fact that she's six years old. I don't know how I'm going to feel about those those good old teenage years. I've heard stories. But I'm just enjoying it now. Um, so Zoe, someday you might listen to this, and uh, you know, and then and I'm, they'll probably I'll probably record some other ones in the future. I, I, I want you to understand how, not just how proud I am of you, but how how much you how much you really really mean to me how much you really really mean to me um i i can't it's hard for me to really put it in words and i think other parents can probably relate to that it's just it's just you mean the world to me um i i don't know and it's Yeah, I, I do want to have, um, I'm open to having another child. Um, but the firstborn is always going to be something special. The, the relationship that you and I are going to have is, I think it's going to be very interesting um, now going in, you know, going into the future. I think we already have a pretty interesting relationship. But uh, it's going to... Uh, I, I, I'm really looking forward to how it cultivates, but I'm, like I said, I'm not in a hurry, but, uh, but I'm gonna wrap this up, uh, and just say, Zozo, I love you so, so much. Um, I'm so, so proud of you. 
and uh, you you really are on on you're on this trajectory to really shake up the world in such a positive way. Um, and you may not realize it right now, and you may not realize it for until a while. But I'm I'm looking at you as someone that is going to really shake shit up when it gets old when when you get older. Um, and I'm just happy to be a part of it, be a part of the ride with you. And I will be, I've always got your back kid. Um, thank you to everyone who tuned in. Um, this is, this is definitely a very, a very special episode of the big mouth podcast. And I appreciate all of you for tapping in, um, be on the lookout for more episodes in the near future. Y'all have a good one. Peace.